Well, everybody, welcome in to the Wiregrass High School Football Report, your weekly look at all things high school football in the Wiregrass. I am your host, Philip Jordan, in studio host and producer for Dustin Woods Football on 96.9. The legend, flying solo this week on the Wiregrass High School Football Report, will not be a coach interview here, but bringing you a podcast anyways, going to look back at last week's games. Week three had a couple Thursday night games, a loaded schedule on Friday night. We look at the current standings in all the regions involving Wiregrass teams and look ahead to week four in the schedule for this Friday. Before we do all that, let you guys can find me in the podcast. You can find me on social media at PJordanSCC. Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, so please follow, rate, and review. Leave a review. I will read it on a future edition of the show. You can also listen to the show over on 96.9 The Legend. Dot com And also, you can check it out over on my YouTube channel, Philip Jordan Sports YouTube channel. Just hit the subscribe button, hit the bell for all notifications, and you leave a comment on a Wiregrass High School Football Report video. I'll read that on a future edition of the show as well. You can always email me at sports.philipjordan at gmail.com. All right, now it's time to go around the Wiregrass, look at the scores from this past week in high school football here in the Wiregrass. And on Thursday night, we had a few games because of weather reasons. They got moved over to Thursday. Uh, number three, Elwood defeated number one, Brantley, in 1A Region 2, 42-35 to go to 4-0 on the year. Brantley drops to 3-1. Big game from Elwood running back Alvin Henderson, who had five touchdowns in this one, but his biggest one came very late in the game with 133 left. He had 258 yards in the game. Other touchdown runs of 14, 19, 29, and 27. This was Elwood's first win over a number one team since 1989. Uh, Brantley was down 28-14 to 14 at halftime and 35-22 in the third, but they did keep coming back, but Elba was able to hold on at the end. Now, this is a game you would have heard on 96.9 The Legend. Uh, Jerry Coleman and Ken Lambert were in Prattville on the call. I was back at Studio Control, but Dothan defeated Prattville in exciting fashion, 14-10 to 10 to go to 3-1 on the year, 2-1 in region play. And then Prattville does drop to one and two. Dothan was down 10 0 with 531 left in the third quarter. Then we had a one hour lightning delay, and that was around nine o'clock or so. I feel like it was about 8.55, then nine o'clock. Uh, that happened, and we did not resume the game until 10. Of course, if you guys were listening, you know, we went back to music there on 96.9 The Legend. And during that time, I was in communication with Jerry. And Ken, and we were, and they were telling me how it was a small cell, but it just happened to come over. It kind of moved kind of slowly. A lot of rain came down at one point. It was kind of, you kind of wonder, so when are they going to get this thing going again, or are they going to be able to get this thing going again? And I, I believe even at one time, I lost connection with the guys because there, there was a power outage at the stadium there in Prattville. But they were able to get the game going again a little after 10 o'clock, so over an hour delay. So almost like just like restarting the game, really. Uh, sitting there in the locker room, idle uh, at that point. You had to get, you know, refocused, re-energized. Uh, both teams did coming in there. And Prattville was moving the ball when the delay happened. So they go down. They weren't able to score or put a touchdown, so they went for a field goal, and Dothan blocked it. And that was a big momentum play for Dothan, just holding them out, not allowing them to score there. And Prattville had issues with fumbles after they returned from the delay. And then eventually Dothan did get on the board with 7.33 left in the game when Raymond Blackman scored a one-yard touchdown to get Dothan within 10-7. to 7. 
And then Prattville was trying to run out the clock. Uh, they had got the ball back. Dothan failed on a fourth down play. About 128 left in the game. Prattville fumbled the ball. Kendra Brewer picked it up and returned it for 70 yards. And then Dothan held on for a 14-10 to win, which is a very big win. This is the second of three consecutive road games. They'll finish that up this Friday when they play at Smith Station. And getting that region victory, finding a way trying to get into the postseason. That was a very, very big win for Dothan on Thursday night. Another game that was played on Thursday, and this is a 5A Region 2 game. Now, this game was originally scheduled for Thursday night, so this was not a game that got moved due to the weather situation. Charles Henderson defeated Carroll 38-14 to to go to 3-0 on the year, and Carroll dropped to 2-2. Two and two. Now, let's jump into Friday night, and we're going back into 7A Region 2. Enterprise defeated Smith Station 58-14 to to go to 2-2. Two two. Of course, those two losses were at the time against the t- number one, number two ranked teams in the state in Central Phoenix City and Auburn. Smith Station just dropped to 1-3, and three, so it's kind of uh, opposite ends of the spectrum. You see that result, 58-14, to 14, but then you also have uh, they beat Prattville a few weeks ago, 30-21. So it's one of them uh, opposite sides of the, uh, the spectrum thing with that one. Uh, the scoring I started very early for Enterprise in this one. Michael Johnson, player's name you hear been saying all four years of this podcast, he had a 78-yard kickoff return for a touchdown to start the game, and Enterprise just scored early and often. They got up 20 nothing in the first quarter, and uh, they just uh, Enterprise had a great performance in this one. Now, they will go out of region this Friday and play Rehoboth uh, for Enterprise. Other scores in 7A Region 2, Auburn defeated Jeff Davis 31-0 to go to 4-0. Jeff Davis is 1-3 on the year. Opelika defeated Central. 17-14 to 14, uh, to go to 4-0. and Central's 3-1 on the season. So that's three big teams there. Of course, Opelika moved up from 6A to 7A this season. And Lee was off. They are 0-3 on the season. Now jumping in to 5A Region 2 on Friday night. You follow number 10 in 5A. They defeated Greenville 43-7 to go to 3-0 on the year. And uh, Greenville drops to 1-2. Headland defeated Rehoboth. 12 to 3. Uh, Luke Nelson had 147 yards and two touchdowns for Headland in that one. Headland goes to 3 and 1, and then Rehoboth goes to 1 and 2. In 4A Region 2, Andalusia defeated Bullet County 50 to 9 to go to 4 and 0. Bullet County drops to 2 and 2. Catholic Montgomery defeated Slocum 58 to 0 to go to 4 and 0. Slocum is 1 and 2, but they are 1 and 1 in region play. Uh, Slocum running back. Rashawn Miller had 107 yards in the game, despite the team not scoring any points. Booker T. Washington defeated Geneva 26-7. Both teams are 1-3. Montgomery Academy defeated Dale County 30-13 to go to 3-1 on the year. Dale County drops to 0-3. Memphis commit Christian Ross had two rushing touchdowns and three receptions for 90 yards for Dale County in that one. In 3A Region 2, Ott defeated Providence Christian 20-14 to go to 3-1. Providence drops to 2-2. Two two. Ott quarterback Gray Jennings had 160 yards and one touchdown in the game. Providence did not score until the third quarter. Number 10, Houston Academy defeated Ashford 49-16 to go to 3-0 on the year. Ashford drops to 0-3. Houston Academy's Caden Mitchell and Will Wells connected three times in the first half. Pike County has defeated Northside Methodist 28-18 to 
to go to two and one on the year. Northside drops to two and two. Despite the loss, Harrison Hicks, quarterback for Northside Memphis, had a tremendous game. He was twenty six of thirty eight for three hundred three yards and three touchdowns in the contest. And to wrap things up, uh, we want two more games in three A Region Two. Now this was a non region game. Strong defeated Clark County thirty five to twenty one to go to three and zero on the year. And then in a region game. Delville snapped their 13-game losing streak to defeat Ubrockton, 34-24. Delville goes to 1-3 on the season. Ubrockton is 0-4. And, and this is actually the first on-field win in 24 games because the last win of the 13 games was a forfeit during the COVID season. But it, it had been 24 games since Delville had actually won an on-the-field game. They had a big game from Amarian Pinckney. He had 294 yards in the game and five touchdowns for Delville. Now, jumping down into 2A Region 2, this was a big matchup, top five matchup here between Ayrton and GW Long. Ayrton defeated GW Long 34-18 to go to 3-1. GW Long drops to 2-1. Ayrton was up 34-6 late. GW Long was able to get a couple touchdowns in to make the game look closer. Running back Jordan Smith, he had a big performance last year in this game with 248. He had 241 in this one. And quarterback Ian Sin had two touchdowns. Wicksburg defeated Cottonwood 28-8 to to go to 2-2. Two two. Cottonwood drops to 1-2. Wicksburg running back Jalen Murray had 164 yards in this one with one touchdown. Abbeville defeated Geneva County 24-8 to to go to 2-2. Two two. Geneva County drops to 1-2. Abbeville running back Wontavis Conley had three touchdowns in the game. Design Chapel, they defeated Sampson 19 to 6 to go to 1 and 2. Sampson drops to 0 and 3. In 1A Region 2, Georgiana defeated Kinston 30 to 20 to go to 4 and 0. Kinston is 1 and 2. Red Level defeated Houston County 26 to 0 to go to 2 and 1. Houston County is 0 and 4 on the year. And then in AISA, Edgewood Academy defeated Abbeville Christian 40 to 0. And Abbeville Christian is 2 and 2 on the season. All right, normally in this slide on the show would be an interview with a coach from a winning team over the, the past weekend, but I don't have a guest. But what we're going to do here, going to fill a little bit of time, going to look at the standings in the regions involving Wiregrass teams. I'm going to start off with 7A Region 2. Auburn and Opelika are at the top, both undefeated overall, but both 3-0 and in region play. Central has a 2-1 record, and Dothan has a 2-1 record. So Dothan sits right now at the four spot. Uh, well, order three spot if you're going to look at that way tied with Central. Enterprise and Smith Station come in next at one and two. Then you have Prattville, Jeff Davis, and Lee all at 0 and 2 in region play. We do not have a 6A team here in the Wiregrass. We're going to jump down to 5A. And only six teams in this region. You have a nine team region in 7A region two, but you have only have six teams in 5A region two. So four of those six teams do make the playoffs. Charles Henderson and Ufala are both undefeated at 2 and 0, sitting at top. And then Headland and Carroll are next up, both at 1-1 one one for those playoff positioning. And then you have Greenville and Rehoboth both sitting at 0-2 at the 5-6 and six spot. In 4A Region 2, Andalusia, Catholic Montgomery, and Montgomery Academy are all 2-0 region play. Andalusia and Catholic Montgomery are 4-0 overall. Uh, Montgomery Academy is 3-1. Slocum and Booker T. Washington are tied for that 4 spot at 1-1. One where Slocum is 1-2 and two overall, and Booker T. Washington is 1-3. and three. Then you have Bullock County, Geneva, and Dale County all 0-2 in region play. Uh, Geneva is 1-3 and three overall, and Dale County is 0-4. and four. In 3A Region 2, you have Op and Houston Academy uh, sitting atop undefeated and strong. Now, Op is 3-0 and oh in region play. Houston Academy and strong they are 2-0. and oh. 
but Houston Academy and Strawn are undefeated with a 3-0 records overall. Op did lose the opener to Andalusia. Now, sitting there in the fourth spot is a tie between Pike County and Providence. Both teams are 2-1. and one. Pike County is 2-1 and one overall, and then Providence is 2-2. Two and two. The next up is Delville at 1-2, and two, sitting on the outside. They're 1-3 and three overall. They have Northside, Methodist, Ashford, and New Broughton. All winless in region. Northside's 0-2, Ashford, New Broughton. They are both 0-3 apiece. 2A Region 2, always one of the better regions in the state in any region or any classification you want to talk about. Ayrton and Whitsburg are both 2-0 and sitting at top, which Ayrton and is 3-1, Whitsburg's 2-2. Two two. GW Long is next up at 2-1. and one. Then you have a three-way tie for the fourth spot between Abbeville, Cottonwood, and Zion Chapel. All those teams are 1-1. One and one. The Geneva County and Sampson both sit at 0-2, uh, sitting outside the playoff picture at this moment, which is very early in the season as we go over these things. Then in 1A Region 2, you have Elba and Georgiana sitting at 3-0. and Brantley, Red Level, Florala, and Pleasant Home are all tied with 2-1 records in 1A Region 2. Now, this is a nine-team region. So those right there are four teams tied for two spots. In the playoffs, which once again, I say very, very early in the in the season still. We hadn't quite hit the halfway point. And then you have Kinston at 0-2 and, and then McKenzie in Houston County at 0-3 in 1A Region 2. And then jumping over at AISA in Region 1, of course, is where Abbeville Christian is at. Macon East Academy and Chambers Academy are 1-0. and Abbeville Christian sits at 1-1 one one with Edgewood Academy at 1-1. One for the three and fourth place in that region. And in Hooper Academy, they are 0-2 in the last spot there. So that is just a look at what the standings look like in all the regions involving teams in the Wiregrass. And now let's look at this week's schedule of games in the Wiregrass. All right, finally to close out this solo adventure here on the Wiregrass High School Football Report and Probably gonna be looking at a fifteen minute podcast. So think about it. If I had a coach, we would have went. We would have hit thirty minutes on this episode of the show. But anyways, let's jump into the week four schedule in seven A region two. Only one region game with teams involved in the Wiregrass here. That is Dothan three and one at Smith Station one and three. You can listen to this game on ninety six nine The Legend on Friday night. Pre-game will start at 6.45 and kickoff is at 7. So please join uh, Jerry Coleman, Ken Lambert, and myself there at the game. I'll be in the studio uh, as Dothan tries to go to 4-1 and get another region victory and end the three-game road trip that they have had over the last few weeks. Uh, then if you're interested in some other games in 7A Region 2, Thursday night Auburn will be at Lee. Opelika on Friday night will be at Prattville. Now in a non-region contest, Rehoboth will be at Enterprise. Rehoboth's 1-2 and two on the year, Enterprise 2-2. Two and two. In 5A Region 2, Beauregard will be at Charles Henderson, and Eufaula will be at Pike Road. In 4A Region 2, Andalusia will be at Montgomery Academy. That's a big one there, 4-0 versus 3-1. Dale County will be at Bullock County, and then Geneva will be at Catholic Montgomery, and then Slocum will be at Booker T. Washington. That's a big game because when we looked at the standings, uh, Slocum and Booker T. Washington were both kind of sitting in that one-on-one spot, four and five. So, big game early season. Could have some weight when it comes to postseason uh, toward the end of the season. 3A Region 2, Ashford will be at Strawn. That's about battle of 0-3 versus 3-0. New Broughton will be at Houston Academy. 
uh, Northside Methodist it will be at Delville and Op will be at Pike County. In 2A Region 2, Abbeville will be at Whitsburg. That should be a good one there. Whitsburg is they're two and two, but they're two and zero in region play, as you just heard me talk about with the standings. Cottonwood will be at Sampson. Geneva County will be at GW Long, and Zion Chapel will be at Ayrton. In one A Region Two, Florala will be at Pleasant Home. Houston County will be at Georgiana, and Kinston will be at Brantley. Elba is off this week, so you got a big win over Brantley, and you get an off week. So uh, big stuff for there for Elba. Uh, Independent, you'll have Pike Liberal Arts. They will be at Port St. Joe out of Florida. Uh, AISA Abbeville Christian is off this week. So they sit at 2 and 2, and they'll be back in action the following week. And so, non region action, another game, Carroll will be at Seminole County, Georgia as well. So that is your schedule for this week. This Friday should be interesting, some intriguing games there. Uh, so please, please go and check them out. A listen again to the Dothan Wolves on Friday night between them and Smith Station as they go on the road once again. And just a reminder, uh, pregame will be at 645. Kickoff will be at 7 for that one. If you're not near a radio, of course, you can download the app on your Android or Apple device. And uh, you can check it out. You can check out the end of podcast is on those uh, platforms as well. And also make sure to check out the Jed Kennedy Coaches Show brought to you by Property Champion at 8 o'clock on Thursday night on 96.9. The Legend, you can listen to that on the app. But if you do miss the show, the podcast of the J. Kennedy Coaches Show is on 96.9 The Legend. It'll go up as soon as the show goes off the air. So if you miss any part of it or you just can't listen to any of it, go check out the podcast. It is there as well on, on that. And uh, also, uh, that's it. <laughs> I thought I had something else there, but I, I guess I, I don't own that one. Oh, you can check out the Jed Kennedy Coaches Show also over my YouTube channel, Philip Jordan Sports. I'll post it up on there as well a video form of the coaches show remember you can follow me on social media p jordan scc you can listen to this podcast on apple podcast so please follow rate and review you can also listen over on 969thelegend.com uh, go check that out same place you can go see the jed kennedy coaches show podcast and then you can also email me at sports.philipjordan at gmail.com and you can watch this show you can check out the podcast on my youtube channel uh, Philip Jordan Sports YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell for notification. And if you leave a comment on a episode of the Wildgrass High School Football Report, I'll read that on a future edition as well. Well, anyways, guys, I appreciate you checking out. I know it was solo. You didn't get a coach interview. I hope you enjoyed our time together this week on the Wildgrass High School Football Report. I'll be back next week. We'll have a coach. I'll reach out. We'll have somebody uh, to talk to, and I'll break some games down and all that good stuff on next week's show. Everybody has a great week. Go out. Go see some high school football. Support your local team. See you later. Good night. Bye-bye.